Exodus, the 16th chapter, starting at the first verse. And they journeyed from Elam, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill the whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven to you, and the people shall go out and gather certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And it shall be on the sixth day that they shall prepare what they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Then Moses and Aaron said to all the children of Israel, At evening you shall know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, for he, he hears your murmurings against the Lord. But what are we that, we that you murmur against us? For Moses said, This shall be seen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and in the morning bread to the full for the Lord hears your murmuring which you make against him now what are we your murmurings are not against us but against the Lord and Moses spoke to Aaron saying say to all the congregation of the children of Israel come near before the Lord for he has heard your murmurings now it came to pass, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in, a, in the cloud. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel speak to them, saying, the twilight, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it was that the quail came up at evening and covered the camp. And in the morning dew lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small round substance as fine as frost on the ground. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. Father, we ask that you add your blessing to the reading of the word. We ask God that you prepare our hearts as we come to the communion table this morning. We ask, Lord, that the words that are spoken might be the words of the Holy Spirit and that each one of us might have hearts that will be receptive to this word, that our ears would be opened to the, what the Holy Spirit is saying 
and that God, this word might go forth with power for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, uh, we ask, might rest upon this pastor and upon this congregation. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. This bread which the Lord has given you to eat in the sixth chapter of John Jesus taught that he was the bread of life. There's no difficulty in seeing Jesus in this type that we have before us this morning. And may the Lord give us a hunger for this bread of life as we look into the Word. First of all, let's look at the place and the time of the gift. As we look at verse 1, we find that it was in the wilderness of sin. And as we look at verse 2, we find that it was while the people were murmuring. What a picture that is of the unsaved condition of most of us when Jesus came into our lives. What a picture it was of Israel at the time Jesus came to this world. In the wilderness of sin, exhibiting a nature of sinners, Romans 5, 8 says, While we were yet sinners, Christ died. For us. He didn't wait until we were good, good enough. It was while we were yet sinners. And he didn't wait until these people were good enough to feed them in the wilderness. It was at the time they were in the wilderness of sin. And it was at the time that they were murmuring against God. Sin always leads to a wilderness, doesn't it? It brings a wretchedness and a misery out of which only God can deliver us. These people were in need. These people, except God would intervene, would surely perish. Secondly, let's look at the nature of this gift. Manna. The 15th verse gives us the translation. They said, what is it? And that's exactly what the word manna means. What is it? They had no idea what this thing was. We have here a type of the incarnation. Great is the mystery of godliness. God manifested in the flesh. My flesh, Jesus said, is meat indeed. They probably couldn't understand it. 
as we see here, what is it? They couldn't explain it no more than we can explain Emmanuel, God with us. How God became flesh and dwelt among us. We can't understand it and we can't uh, explain it. But praise God we believe it. Amen? This is necessary to save them from death. They had to believe that God was going to provide. I don't read here in the Bible anywhere where it says, Oh, criticize and see that the Lord, He is good. What does it say? It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so, next, let's look at the bestower of the gift. Verse 15. So when the children of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, This is the bread which the Lord has given to you to eat. They couldn't purchase the gift. They were not asked to go and pray until the gift came. Just God said and there it was. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave. That He gave. That he gave. I, I guess we really have to work at it to grasp it. That God is the one who brought about salvation. It is a gift. We don't have to work for it. God gave us salvation. It was his idea. He's the one who sent the bread of heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. Like the manna, Christ was given to show forth the glory of God, as it says here in verse 7. The glory of the Lord was seen. The glory of His grace, the glory of His mercy, the glory of His power. And we see all of these things in His Son. Thank God. For his unspeakable gift. What a gift was given to us in Jesus Christ. An unspeakable gift. We see here the purpose of the gift in verse 12. In the morning you shall be filled with bread and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. 
Hallelujah. There was a danger of dying through starvation. And the manna came to save and to satisfy. The Jews have a saying. The manna tasted to every man as he pleased. In other words, what is it that you really have a desire or a taste for? That's exactly what the manna is going to taste like. Whatever your desire is, that's what that manna is going to taste like. Oh, I desire some steak today. Good. The manna tastes like steak today. Oh, I'd love some frozen custard. Oh, it tastes just like frozen custard. Whatever you want is what it's going to taste like. And that is the way with the bread of life. Jesus meets whatever your need is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every person who tastes of Christ will find that he is exactly what he needs. Jesus is always palatable to the hungry and, and especially to the sinner. Now maybe you're here today and you've got this emptiness, this gnawing and you don't know it's like a it's like an itch and you just don't know where to scratch how many know what I'm talking about I'm the only thing that will satisfy that need is the Lord Jesus Christ he's the only thing that fulfills life Without the Lord Jesus Christ, there is an emptiness. Hallelujah. But we can be filled with the bread of life. Hallelujah. You don't have to go hungry anymore. That's the, that's the good news. Jesus is here to fulfill your need this morning, whatever that need might be. Jesus truly is the answer. Amen? And then fifthly, this gift is continuous. In verse 4 it says, every day they were given a quota. They gathered every morning. And the manna saved them. The same mysterious manna that they didn't know what to call it kept them alive day after day after day. For 40 years they wandered in the wilderness and God provided All the time that they were in that wilderness, God provided. 
Well, I want to let you know that that bread of heaven provides salvation. It's here today. It'll be here tomorrow. Amen? He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus will meet the need today. He'll meet the need tomorrow. He'll meet it next year. He'll meet it until he comes back in the clouds of heaven and he takes his church with him. Amen? Hallelujah. He's able to save to the uttermost all them that come to God through him. And these people had to live by faith. Faith that the provision would be there every day when they went out together. But you know something? And it just hit me. The provision can be there, but if they don't go gather, they're going to starve. And we have to do the gathering. He does the providing. Hallelujah. Matthew 6.11 says that we're to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. How many of you really pray that? I mean, we pray for the food. God, bless this food. Make it good for our bodies. But do we pray, give us this day our daily bread. Give us today that which will satisfy our souls as well as our fleshly bodies. Hallelujah. And last of all, it's a memorial. And I didn't read quite that far, but if you'll go over to verse 32, it says, Then Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Fill an omer with it to be kept for your generations, that they may see the bread with which I fed you in the wilderness when I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And Moses said to Aaron, Take a pot and put an omer of manna in it and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. You see, the manna was laid up in a golden pot and it speaks of the glorified life of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's now in the presence of God. Just as that pot was in the ark, it was in the presence. The ark marked the presence of God. And it was in the ark that they laid up this pot of manna, and it was in the presence of God. This memorial was to instruct their children that they may see the bread wherewith I fed you when you came out of the land of Egypt. This memorial 
is beautiful and perfectly uh, perpetuated in the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. The bread and the wine are a memorial. The elements represent a life that was yielded up for our salvation. Let's pray this morning and always. Lord, give us this bread always.